As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. (laughs) Welcome to Down to Dunk. Oh, I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. The L-Man is still out for different reasons this time. He's in... Should we say it? I don't know. I don't know that he wants that information out there. I just okay. tend to tend to believe that people don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jay, where are you? Exactly. Uh, Mexico. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> well, good. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. With me today, I've got Taylor. How does a penguin build his house? It glues it together. Uh, Jay, what day is it? <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jaymon. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> it is 100% not my birthday today. Oh. Did you think did you think it was his birthday? No, I couldn't think of a song today. Wow. <laughs> so you thought of happy birthday. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, not my birthday. Not my birthday. Happy birthday, man. A week from today, we will know. It's Jay. Who, oh, yeah. Hey, Jay. What's up? Uh, a week from today, we'll know what the th- who the Thunder have as rookies moving forward and who they're going to be playing in the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, which is very exciting. And Yeah, I had the uh, unpopular opinion, apparently, that I'm kind of... I don't know if I'm tired of draft talk as much as I'm just ready for it to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it's, uh, it's heating up, Jay. It's heating up. You're about to get a lot more. Yeah, it's going to get a crispy. whole week of it. Yeah, next Thursday night, Fassler Hall, 6 p.m. Yep. What time does the draft actually start? Six? Seven? I believe it starts at seven. Let me double check that. Let me fact check that. I believe yeah. it starts at so seven. Get there a little bit early, grab you some food, get your spot set apart, ready to roll. And uh, it's going to be a crazy... I, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a crazy night. Yeah. Seven o'clock is when it starts, but you can be there whenever you want. Uh, if it's anything like the mule, you'll want to get there before it starts so that you can have a spot, get some food, settle in. Definitely get some food. It is good. Kid friendly, kid friendly, just kid in case. Friendly. Uh, oh, uh, Lively has a special that night. They're sponsoring this event and they'll have $3 pours all night. And I will say this too, like, you know, I think that there's probably reasonable concern about uh, things that are going on here in our state. But one of the good things about Fassler Hall is uh, it's open. So it'll be, we got two or three garage doors that'll be open. There's a lot more outdoor seating than there actually is indoor seating. And so if you're worried about that, it is a way for you to come and, and uh, you know, still enjoy yourself, not be panicked if that's somebody that you might be. So, yep, it'll be great. It's kind of the perfect, ended up being the perfect venue 
after this. So we're very excited about that. Uh, let's let's dive into Twitter questions because there's a lot there's a lot of Twitter questions. One and two, it covers lots of draft questions. Mm. Oh, but before we do that, I think that we probably need to do something else. Oh, okay. What do you want to do? Sing happy birthday again? Dijon's back toy figure in mystery. Dijon's back toy figure in mystery. The year is 2013. The great prophecy was foretold. A box in six. From our great prophet Brandon Jennings, brother of Ken Jennings, Jeopardy champion. That's the whole thing. That's my segment. Just kidding. Brandon Jennings. Yeah. He's been around now, but like Bucks win. Yeah. And he's like in the locker room smoking cigars with oh, everyone. Yeah. Got the finals hat on. Oh, yeah, dude. My favorite part of the whole Brandon Jennings thing. First of all, that's so awesome that he said that, and that just becomes the chant. Yeah. And it actually happens. That's yeah. so amazing. Legend. My favorite part, though, was when he shows up to the parade, just standing in the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Brent, you can come. You definitely can't get on the bus with us. Yeah, definitely but, not. you know, you can be around, you know, yeah. just show up, figure it out. So he's like, all right, I got a buddy who's got a truck. <laughs> Just standing I'll stand there. Just standing in the bed of a pickup truck. Everyone oh loves gosh. him. So I have a question. Two questions. One, does the Thunder have like a Brandon Jennings character or legend? Do we mm. have one of those yet? I don't know that we have a prophet, a Thunder basketball prophet. Yeah. Uh who would be like the I get like the culture guy? Like Nick Collison probably, but God, that's so boring. It's Nick Collison. You wish it was Dion, but it's probably oh Nick Collison. A hundred percent wish it was Dion. Yeah, Nick isn't going to do anything that Brennan Jennings did. Mm-mm. No, I wouldn't say that Jennings is a culture guy. He's more of just like this fun character because like they traded him because they he had a really bad year <laughs> and they were like, we don't want to pay you. So I wouldn't Ooh. necessarily call who stock six who stock sixty nine said Ennis. Ennis, here's the thing about Ennis. Ennis wants to be so badly that I don't think that we can make him. For the Thunder or for just any franchise that will accept him as that? Bingo. Yeah. Because, like, if the Knicks were like, I love for his own ticket to come and watch the Thunder play. Can't pick Cantor. Dang. Poor Cantor, man. Like, trying to do some real stuff in this world, still just kind of like the butt of some jokes and like really really talented basketball player yeah yeah he's good but no he's just always gonna be goofy and his canter yeah was he in portland last year uh, yes. yes yes he was i also have a second question this doesn't have to be very long have you guys ever like come up with something that maybe your group of friends really took on and it became like a, a saying that maybe all of your group of friends started uh, using a lot, or mm-hmm. maybe you heard other people do it. So, like for example, I have a friend, and I think he invented "fudge" and "chit" so that he could like cuss without saying it. Yeah, and then we started hearing it like a couple years later, like those specifically. And I was like, "Wow, I think you invented that. I think you created that. I think you invented fudge." Um. So one one night in college, uh, we we're having a good time. It was a fun time. And oh. I came up with the idea that, and every, I think I still get texts about this, where I said that we're all really the same. Hmm. We all have the same human bodies, hmm. but we have but we have different interests. And it's the only thing that makes us different. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were having a fun night. We were having oh, a fun night. Yeah. And so I w- I said we have the same human bodies with different interests. <laughs> and so people. <laughs> I still get texts about <laughs> same body. The people will text like same body, different interests. This was like a real, like you had this 
realization though this was like an epiphany or it was a joke yeah it was an epiphany yeah wow it was like one of those like you're 19 in college and you've never thought things before yeah (laughs) you know time (laughs) jay you got anything i mean no not like that that i can think of it's jay it's jay it's jay uh yeah that's that was it. Same body, different interests, man. It's so true, man. We're all the same. Same body. <laughs> you have a nose. I have a nose. I think I said that. John's back joint bigger in a dream. John's back joint bigger in a dream. All right, we'll be right back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back after that quick break. We're going to talk some Twitter questions. Let's fire through as many of these Twitter questions as we can. This one comes from at Cody J. Cooper. Which mid-first round pick do you think has the best potential to become a Giannis type player so a Giannis a Donovan Mitchell Mm. a star a Kawhi Leonard if you will Mm. of the group who would it be well you tell us Jay (laughs) you have anything I mean it's it's hard if I felt this way about anybody like this is obviously who I would have been if the thing is is if you feel this way about a guy that can be a Giannis, Kawhi, Donovan Mitchell. You're drafting them at six, probably, right? Yeah, but you have to think about somebody who has enough flaws where you think they would be selected later. But you, but you see the true potential. Gosh, um, I don't. I, I don't know. Is there anybody? I, I'm kind of intrigued by some of these bigs. I know it's different, like you can't compare them, but I am a little bit intrigued by Kai Jones, uh, a little bit by Isaiah Jackson. Like I kind of like their, I mean, Kai, I, I don't know. Kai may be the one that I'm like, hmm. Uh, Goon is a little, I don't think he would fall in that kind of same unknown range. Do you think that would be somebody? It's possible. I mean, it's possible that he falls. I, I, would, I would guess he would not, but... It's certainly possible that he does. I just think there's enough hype surrounding him, and it, he feels so spursy at that. What are they at twelve or whatever? Um, you know, which I still is still in that Donovan Mitchell kind of range, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he has the high, like all star level, even superstar level, like some of those guys we just listed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Keon Johnson. I don't know. There's. 
Nobody that has that level, I don't think. Giddy, I mean, Giddy, is he too high probably in that? Giddy would, well, Giddy, I've seen go Giddy, in, as I've seen him going like 13. So, yeah. You know who seems really Spursian is Chris Duarte. Duarte, yeah. Yeah. He's 24 years old. Yeah, he's just so old. <laughs> but that's like the most Spurs guy. Man, I just, I don't know. They've they've drafted some higher upside guys. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't watched basketball in a couple of years. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I would feel very uneasy drafting Duarte just because there's not really a track record of 24-year-olds being drafted in the first round and being good. You know, especially like in the lottery. Oh my gosh. So I'm just going through uh, KOC's mock draft and they have Austin Reeves from Oklahoma at 34. He does. Mm -hmm. Shades of Joe Ingles, Grayson Allen. Just like we can't get away from the from the comps, huh? No, we can't do it. Uh, I would say Jaden Springer is one of those guys that a lot of people like the analytics community loves Jaden Springer. So to me, he's a guy that could pop that's in the teens. Uh I I really like Jared Butler, and I think that he's going to go in the teens too. And now that he's great in the gladiator, (laughs) great in the gladiator, he's been. I I don't know. I think that he's been Taylor. Your joke is just even bad because you're mixing up who the actor is. Is that not that's Gerard? Russell Crowe is in the gladiator. (laughs) Gerard Butler is in. 300 and yeah. oh that's what it was see, all in and all of those i got the 300 and the gladiator thing mixed up because i see both of them in the same uh attire yeah that's good uh good job. <laughs> i think butler is is a really interesting prospect he's he's six three almost six four he's he can really score he's got the floater game he can defend he can really pass He's he's one that I really am not really understanding why you would take Duarte or Zaire Williams or even some of the bigs like Kai or any I, mean, I just am not really understanding why he's not going higher in the draft but maybe I'm missing something but that's that's something I don't get like I don't know why you'd take Jalen Johnson over him I just don't know why I just I wouldn't I just wouldn't take Jalen Johnson uh, at all. But I don't understand why Butler is behind him. To me, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know if it could become Giannis or Donovan Mitchell or anybody like that, but I think he could be a, a really good player, one of the better players in the teens. Uh, next question. This is from Darren EB1. Andrew and Mikey discussed the possibility of drafting Moody and Giddy on Monday's pod. My question is, if we did draft both, would you guys consider having a are you Moody or are you Giddy section of the pod? Oh, wow. Similar to Miffed and Peeved, etc. Yeah, I like that. I definitely consider it. I can see that. With Giddy, you can do a lot. Yeah. Like, if there's something you don't like, you're like, what do you want to giddy on the giddy on out of here? You know, I think you're like really not understanding it. Oh, <laughs> are you excited or are you upset? Oh, uh, well, I know moody or giddy, but I'm saying like you can do other things with it too. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm confused. <laughs> I'm I confused by that. To, I'm, I, Taylor, are you okay, man? I no, I I also had a late night, uh, having some fun last night. So a little brain cells still coming in. Okay. Uh, all right. Yes, I like the idea. It's a hilarious yeah, idea. Yeah, genius. Great idea. Uh, this is from at Cody J Cooper again. Who are the three players you hope the Thunder do not draft in the first round? <laughs> wow! Thanks, Jay. <laughs> I have been needing this this morning. So bad, man. Oh, shoot. Um, Who do you not want the Thunder to draft? Keon Johnson. Keon is definitely one where I'm just just not convinced he can play basketball at the NBA level. Depending on the day, Jonathan Kuminga. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. 
I I would not put him I would not put him on my list. Cuz I just I think so much of it is just going to be about where he lands and who takes him. Like I worry a little bit about him in Orlando. I definitely worry about him in, in Sac, but I would if he landed Sac. Everybody calls it that. I don't know. Every Sac com- town, baby. Every conversation I have with people, they always say they always just call I feel it. Like sack. if you're going to say Sac, you got to say Sac town. No, no one does that. I I have yeah, never I never hear that. Sacks Those up. People are wrong. Uh, but if if Toronto traded down and they took him, I'd be like, okay, that's kind of cool. I think he'd do great there. Uh, is Cam Thomas the kid from LSU? He is the kid from LSU. I know that. I think KOC has him slotted for the Thunder, but some of the intel, some of the intel, some of the scuttlebutt, some of the the evaluations of him is kind of that guy that's hard to play with because he's so ball dominant. Yeah, because he's a chucker. Um, yeah. Yeah. Chucker. Uh, He's an absolute chucker. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think that there's space and places for guys like that, uh, you know, but that at least makes me a little bit because I want Poco to shoot roughly 30 to 40 times next year. <laughs> yeah. Again, he might. he might. I would say my list is Keon and Jalen Johnson the, and then probably Sharif Cooper. I'm just like, no. Like stay away from all. Is that just his size? Size, he can't shoot. He doesn't defend. Like yeah, that seems problematic. He can the things that he like. He is an elite ball handler and an elite passer. Like those are the things that he does. Where you can be like, okay, wow, like that's that's really impressive. But he just doesn't do anything else. So those are guys that I would definitely stay away from. Uh, let's see from at driving the paint, which team is the best trade up candidate for OKC's eight, 16 and 18 picks. Same for 34 and 36. So we talk a lot about trading up from six and that would be the most important trade up. But is there a team that you could trade 16 and 18 for a higher pick there? I think, yeah, Charles just said it in the, the, chat i think that the pelicans that might be a real thing i don't think it is actually you don't to package those two picks no i'm saying like as far as could you get their 10 by absorbing bledsoe or somebody else yeah 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 i mean you know give them eight give them 18 take bledsoe get 10 i mean you don't have to give them anything but um i don't know i just think that that's a that's a pick that's available up there like i you never know with a, and I'm thinking if you package 16 and 18 to get to up, I, I mean, you maybe can move up a few, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, I don't know. Would you rather have the, I, I, I'm i literally contradicting myself in this conversation because I have been looking like this draft has a lot of kind of intrigue in that really from seven to 20. Yeah, um, Vizzini has where, Vizzini you know, has a tier that is, I think, seven to twenty-one. Yeah, and so at that point, it's like getting two guys at sixteen and eighteen maybe more valuable than ten, or mm-hmm. you know, like you could get two guys. Anyway, that's kind of what I'm thinking out loud and, yeah. and processing. But I do think that you know, if you fall in love with, if you know that Giddy's at ten, and you're like, we really want two point guards who are giant who can handle who can distribute mm-hmm. we don't think or know what giddy can do uh with shooting but we you know have some there's some signs if, if you thought he was there and you knew that somebody at 11 was going to take him like then it makes sense maybe to do 16 and 18 that's why i think the draft's going to be so intriguing the night of yes uh because you're going to see where somebody falls is going to determine the action that gets put out there for that pick in my opinion so mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of action Action-packed. Yeah, I fully expect the Thunder to take Keon Johnson at 16 and Jalen Johnson at 18. Like I just, <laughs> after all I've bashed those guys the last couple of weeks, I just feel like, yeah, they're probably just going to take those guys. Um, so today starts a, a the pre-draft interviews with players and media. Uh, I'm going to try to hop on as many of those as I can. Um I can pull up the schedule here in a second. You think you can get upwards of 30? 30 what? You think you can jump on 30 of those interviews? 
Oh, they won't have. There's not that many. Um, but there's like all the big names. Like I think a lot of the green room guys are are going to talk. Um, so today, Jonathan Kaminga is at twelve fifty. Josh Giddy is at one fifteen. Kai Jones is at one forty. Jalen Johnson, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Moses Moody all talk today. Wow. Um, so that's a really interesting group. And just talking to them about, you know, asking them thunder questions or at least like listening in to see if anybody will ask thunder questions will be very intriguing. Um, and then Monday and Tuesday, there's more. Jalen Suggs is going all by himself on Tuesday. So he must, he must have a conflict today because hmm. he should be in that first group. But then um, there's a bunch of guys talking on Monday too. James Booknight is talking on Monday. You have to pop in there. Hey, by the way, you just kind of slid this in there on Wednesday that you're going to the Summer League. I'm going to the Summer League. I'm going to go watch Jalen Johnson and Keon Johnson in a, a Thunder uniform. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Vegas? Vegas. Yeah. Vegas, baby. Vegas for you. I'm I'm not saying you have to do this, Mm -hmm. but if you wanted to take your trip from like a seven to a 20, you should probably throw the L man on the plane. Oh my gosh. I'll have to ask the athletic. if They'll pay for L man's ticket. (laughs) No, no. He'll pay for himself. Don't worry about that. He just needs to sleep in your bedroom. to get to LV. They almost pay you to go there. It actually is. I actually, I looked into Really? Tickets. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was not cheap. I thought there used to be like a ninety dollar ticket to Vegas. There's that does not exist. Wow, things have changed. <laughs> Supply chain. I have looked. Not enough uh, planes. I anymore. thought that too. I thought that too. And I was like, oh. Let's see let's see what we can do. Nope. Nope. Not a thing. Not a thing anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped. I, I don't You can hang out with there. Don't know everybody. All the bros, man. All your friends are going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. This will be the first time I've met most of my coworkers in person. Wow. So that could be awesome. Or you can do some live content for us, man. Do some stuff with us. You can invite us to just at least, you know, like just be able to text you while you're there and stuff. Yeah. Can can you still be your friend? Yeah. We can text him, but, you know, it's up to Andrew if he texts back. (laughs) Yeah, man, are you going to respond to us? <laughs> yes, yeah, stop that. Stop that. Hey, so real question. Uh, when is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I, I think it starts on the 9th of August. Okay. The day that it starts. Holy Johnson fuck. and Johnson, let's do this, man. So, yep, let's bring on Keon and Jalen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see next question. Question. Oh yeah, uh, trading up from thirty four and thirty six was also part of this question. So yeah, I think that may be something where you. But like, I don't think you're going to trade thirty four and thirty six and get twenty. But I do think you could yeah. pair. And you, I mean, you could even do thirty four and eighteen and get to you know what something. You, you could trade up to maybe like twenty eight, where the Sixers yeah. are, where the yep. Sixers may like to take two swings, just because they they've have some roster issues. And so they may see, see more valuable and the Thunder may be like, Oh, we really like, yeah. uh, I sumo, you know, and bring him in. Um, so the Thunder have how many six, six total, One, they two, have six. Three, four, five, yes. six, how many players do you think they come away with? We've done this question before. Has your opinion changed? I mean, I, th- I think that it'll probably be in like three or four. And unless they are able to make like a big trade in their like six, 16, 18, a future draft pick to trade up to something, you know, trade up to four, then they just wind up with maybe two. If they end up with two, you know, it's been a very good night. If they wind up with four, like three, four, five, then you're like, okay, they just picked, you know, where they were and maybe they did like one trade up. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even know that I would. I mean, the way that I feel about this draft, I don't know that I really want to. And you were just saying this, Jay. Trade sixteen and eighteen for a higher pick. I don't, and I don't really know that I'd want to trade thirty-four and thirty-six for a higher pick either, unless they've just identified somebody and they're like, "That's who we need to go get." Because I just think that there's going to be good players at thirty-four and thirty-six too. Like, there's there are nice players in that range. Um, so I, I don't know. And I, I don't know that you want to come away with six rookies. Maybe you, 
maybe you trade 50, you know, the, what do they have, 55 for, you know, a future second or something like that. But you come away with five. And honestly, if the Thunder want to lose, the way you lose next year is you play as many young guys as possible. And if you bring in five rookies, like just stop one, stop worrying about the roster spots. They can cut whoever they need to cut. Uh, and just play young guys, like play only young guys. You know, maybe maybe they trade Kenrich as a part of like a draft day trade or something like that. Um, I don't know. I just I think it, I think Thunder fans are going to lose their mind if it's something like that. I right, think Thunder like, fans need to chill out with being so attached to guys that have been with the Thunder for a year. We no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in the sense of like that. That would be like I think there's at least in the back of some Thunder fans' minds that it's not going to be as grueling. Yeah. and awful as yeah. the end of last year was that's the thing yeah if you start tra- if you start trading kenrich and you're going to play vit crecci and yeah all of these guys you know 20 30 i, I mean it would be more exciting probably in part of that but it's going to be a really bad basketball yeah I, I mean to me i think i think the 22 draft the thunder aren't going to be just like out on the 22 draft and like well we'll just see what happens and if we wind up with the 14th pick then all shucks you know that's that have you ever thought of the thunder team as as somebody that would just not have a plan and just be like well just whatever happens happens i think they're just to me i think the the play is to get a lot of young guys and play them just so much and that's how you lose games you lose games because you play young guys Part of like Kenrich was a part of the story last year where it was like, oh, like he's a part of their success. Like, go look at the plus minus, go look at the on offs. Like, he's very good for them. So, I just, I just wonder if maybe he, my guess is that he'll be on the roster day one, but I also just sit back and wonder, okay, is he a part of a deal? Is he so, because he's somebody that a lot of people around the league want. Uh, so, I just, I wonder about that a little bit. All right. Next question comes from Dave Abbott. Uh, who's your one prospect that you just have a feeling is going to be really good? Just in the first round. That's let's just he says not a lottery pick, but we already kind of talked about that. Let's say outside of the top four. Let's say Cade Cunningham. Yeah, Cade Cunningham. <laughs> let's say outside the top four. Somebody you're just like, I just think that guy's gonna be really, really good. Book night, baby. Oh. Book night. Give me that scoring. Okay. I just want to score. Do you actually like book night, Taylor? Yeah. I mean, I watched uh, 10 minutes of highlights and I was all in. That's all I needed to see. <laughs> I saw every good thing he did. I saw every, I he didn't it. miss once and he made some insane baskets. Yeah. God, that body. Yeah. He, uh, book night's intriguing. I think that the question marks are real. Um, the court vision, the ability to, you know, kind of put blinders on when you're going to the basket, like those kind of things are real, but he does excite me as far as the way he scores is really fluid, really good. I, if I was going to bet if anybody in that tier, I mean, it's, it's hard, man. And that's why it's like you splitting hairs between book Knight and Moody. Cause I like both of those guys uh, and they're different, you know, but, but have some similarities obviously in their position. Moody's a little bigger, I think, but um, I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about Gerard Butler? Gerard, I thought he was awesome. In, uh, um, uh, You're trying to think of a Russell Crowe movie, and you can't do it either. What, what are? Here's the thing with Russell Crowe. He's been in so many movies. Uh, Beautiful Mind, Gerard Butler. My favorite Gerard Butler movie, A Beautiful Mind. Uh, I feel confident that Alperin Sengun is going to be a good NBA player. Um, I don't know that he's like a franchise changer, but I think that he's going to be a really good player. Uh, Jared, Jared Butler, I do feel confident he's going to be a good player. Um, I mean, I think you could see like Duarte is going to have like a le- legit. Yeah. Like he's going to be a decent player. Like, yeah, who do you think is going to be a probably, star? I think he probably is going to be a good player. I just also just question that like the age thing is just so real. 
But there's just been a lot of guys. People age, Andrew. Get over it. <laughs> I know. All these guys are going to age, okay? I don't know. There's been players, like older players, like Jimmer Fredette. Like Jimmer Fredette came into the league. Old player, drafted high in the draft. Everyone's like, oh, he's at least going to just be a shooter that's in the league. He's like, like no, like he plays in China. Like that's what he does. Straight kills it in China. Yeah. Straight kills Straight it. Straight buckets dude. in China. Buckets. Jimmy. So Jimmer Buckets. Yeah, I think Jimmer Burkett. I'm just not I don't know. I'm not convinced on Duarte. <laughs> I just don't like him that much. But maybe if he's just if he's just catch and shoot and do in defense, like okay, like he can probably do that. Um that might be where it stops for me. Garuba, like Garuba's gonna defend for sure. God, that, that even that name, you're like, yeah, that's a defender. <laughs> Usman Garuba. It's one of the yeah, best that guy's blood. That guy's. It's one of the best names pa- in the draft. Get past a Garuba. No, no. If a Garuba's in front of you, you got to be like book night to get to score on that guy. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a great transitions from it. Sports are epic. Who's your favorite big in the draft? Not named Evan Mobley. I mean, Shingun. Does he count? He counts. He's big. He's big. All these guys are big. Shangun. Yeah, I like Shangun a lot. I think that I don't know. I just watched KOC's last night. I was watching KOC's breakdown of Shangun, and I don't know. He's super intriguing. Yeah. I mean, the thing the thing that he's very Sabonis, and uh, yeah. that's kind of who I would say he's more connected to. To be honest, like I think that Definitely. you look at their games very similar. Incredible footwork. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the thing that he's not, I don't, I'm not saying he's better than Sabonis, especially when Mikey listens to this and comes after me on text message, but his ability to finish with both hands is pretty, um, mm-hmm. I mean, not pretty. It's really impressive. And he uses his body well enough on defense to make it to where like some of those deficiencies, as far as wingspan, his ability to be a natural shot blocker and all those things. Like, I think that he's able to be where he needs to be. The question, I mean, obviously, is can he stretch the floor? And and there's nothing that would make me looking at his shot, looking at the way he shoots. Nothing makes me feel like it can't be something that he develops as he moves forward. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree with almost all. What of do that. you think of Isaiah Jackson? I know you've talked about him a little bit. I think he's really intriguing. I don't know if he's going to be any good. Um, he can really block shots, and he is really athletic. And he's got some skill. There's some skill there, but it's only like flashes. So does it translate to the NBA level? I don't really know. I mean, he's like the easiest comp for him is New Orleans. Yeah. Which like New Orleans is good. New Orleans is still in the NBA. New Orleans will play in the NBA for a long time. So a lot of people would be like, oh, I don't, he didn't have this or can't do that. But like, I don't know. The guy's going to play in the NBA for a decade. You know, most of these guys won't. Most of the guys that are drafted in the first round won't do that. So, yeah, I think that's probably his best comp, and he could do he could do more than Nerlens has done. He could be a starting level player, but um, I think that's hard to do. I think it's especially picking at sixteen or eighteen, which is probably you know between fifteen and twenty is where he'll go. Like those guys usually aren't starters. Those guys are usually like you're lucky if they're a rotation player. Uh, so. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah, it's a pretty light draft as far as bigs, too. Like, if you go past yeah. just looking through KOC stuff, like you got Mobley, Shingoon, Kai Jones, Isaiah Jackson, and then it's a bunch of guys that you wouldn't. I mean, Charles Basie or Bassey from Western Kentucky is the next one. Yeah. So you basically got four guys that would be considered yeah. legit yeah. kind of options in the draft. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Miguel Devella 25 asks, is Andrew planning to create a dunk cinematic universe since he'll be producing some pods with no dunks next week? Would dunked on be next? Wow. Definitely not next. Uh, but I am super excited to, uh, produce their show next week. Starting Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday. I'll be on there. Come that join. That's so crazy. It's so weird. Uh, come join the YouTube stream there. Um, they will, I think it's 10 a.m. Central. Um, no, 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 9 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Central every day. 
uh, Tuesday through Friday. So come come join that stream. Pop in there. Ask questions. Have you spent enough time with them at this point to where you feel like the fanboy side can be like covered up now, or it's still nope, still out and nope. I have mm-hmm. not. I've not done that yet. Okay. So it'll still be fanboy pretty much all week from me. Uh, hey, like there. Like, hey, Tass. <laughs> Tass won't be there actually. Tass is Tass is off the show. Oh, he got kicked off. Oh my God, are you are you breaking news? I'm breaking. No, no, no. He's taking vacation. Um, taking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, bring He's it just back. kidding. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited. He's uh, Keatsy. Yeah, I can't. I still kind of can't believe Will it. Will you do I'm an Australian accent to Lee? No. Come no, on. No, that's something that you would do. That's, Come on, no, dude. would not do that. Man, they should have me produce that. <laughs> How do you produce? <laughs> Diesel Ray 23 asks, which draft do you think will ultimately end up being the most, meaning the most of the Thunder rebuild this year or next year? On a similar note, which prospect would help our case in tanking next year the most? Uh, Book Knight, Barnes, or Kaminga? My first instinct is Kaminga, but a score-first guard with tunnel vision like Book Knight could be the perfect prospect to tank. He'd need the ball a lot to develop into what we need him to be down the road, and he certainly has a lot of learning to do in his first year. I mean, it's for me, it's Kaminga. I think that he hit on kind of those reasons. I think Book Knight's going to get you points, even as a rookie. Uh, and yeah, maybe to the detriment of the team, but Kaminga may be a I mean, I have no idea what to expect from him. Like, he could be more chaotic than early Poku last year. Oh, he, I don't know that he'll be that. I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's <laughs> early his Poku range. Is, no, his one range can, is a, no one can replicate <laughs> early Poku. Early Poku is. <laughs> his range, man, is, is a legendary is giant. Yeah, he's obviously got like a lower or a higher floor, I guess, apparently, than early Poku. But yeah, early Poku was like, oh my gosh, this guy's only played with like 15 year olds that in like a middle school gym. Like, what's, what's, what is he going to be? Is he, can he even do this? Can he even play here? Dude, that first behind the pack uh, pass attempt is yeah. just, I will never forget it. Oh my gosh. It's sh- it was just so shocking. Everything he did shocking. on the court was just, oh, oh. <laughs> Out of and not in a good way. Yeah, not in a good way, but also in a good way. I yeah. mean, that's what creates legends. Uh, at Ducky asks, which of the following potential draft combos would be the most fun for Summer League? A, Barnes, Cam Thomas, Trey Murphy. B, Kaminga, Ao, and Isaiah Jackson. C, Booknight, Garuba, and Butler. That one. Or D, Giddy. Shangun and Bones Highland. Hmm, Bones, man, that's a giddy. Giddy, giddy Shangun and Bones would be very fun. Um, or like you said, Book Knight, Groove, and Butler. Those would probably be the ones that I would prefer. I would love that, man. I just summer league. You just want like. Can this guy just be the be the guy? Can he score thirty in a summer league game? Because if he yeah, can, so, you will get all your hopes up, and then he will suck it, in the regular season. Yeah, right. exactly. But yeah. so there's been a lot of guys that have been great in the summer league. I actually think Book Knight's kind of the guy that could get like summer league MVP. Oh, yeah, Book yeah. Knight or Cam Thomas, like those guys are going to crush summer That's league. Dwight bikes, dude. Yeah, we're gonna get some Dwight bikes vibes out there. Wasn't Kuzma the MVP of the summer league one year? <laughs> He was good that year. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! And he's all right. He's They're gonna trade him for Russell good. Westbrook, man. Isn't that crazy? That dude, is crazy. I mean, like, would you guys? I I would love to see Russell Westbrook with LeBron and Anthony Davis. It'd be super fun. It would be so fun. The thing for me is, it's there's no more delusional fan base than the Lakers as far as what trade assets they and can get. Russ fans. Russ fans and Laker fans together, that is the ultimate combination. That is it's an a supernova, explosion man. of Twitter talent. It really is. <laughs> I might buy a Westbrook Lakers jersey. Dude, that would be so fun. Yeah, that's a tight jersey. That's I mean, cool if jersey. they get to the final, can you imagine? Just imagine this. Yeah. Best case scenario, dream yeah. scenario. Dream. Lakers, Nets, finals, everyone's healthy. It would, I would. I would love it so much. I would die. I'd want the Lakers to win so badly. 
Yeah, you would like you would be cheering for LeBron in the Lakers. 103, 103, five seconds left. Game seven. <laughs> Russ, Russ, takes the Russ shot. definitely takes the shot. Russ drives to the basket, oh, dunks on man. KD. Championship. Oh my God. This is my Brandon Jennings moment. This could be it. <laughs> This is this is my moment. Evan Elephant King says, I fear there will be a surprise trade back on draft night after I've fallen in love with our pick at six. Should we protect our hearts all night? When will we be safe? When will we be in a safe place to celebrate the players that wear thunder hats across the stage? I twenty twenty six. Yeah. I would yeah. I would say Don't fall in love with anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't fall in love with anybody. Also, I would say that it's not out of the question. That they trade back, I would, I would be a little surprised, but I would. You can't. You have to think about it because it's it's certainly, um, certainly a possibility. Um, at underscore gray chicken underscore ask if I'm. And let me ask you a question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, how? So what is like a? This is why like I don't have a ton of hope for them moving up. Is how do you? Like, how do you even create a package that would be worthwhile for the Cavs to move back? Like, unless you had a player, like, and I, I don't think the Thunder trading Shea, I don't think they should trade Shea, at least not now. Um, so without, like, what's what would what would be a draw for somebody like Cleveland or Toronto to move back? And uh, OKC, like, what could they give other than every pick they have in this draft or whatever, and maybe you know a few down the road? Yeah, it's probably just about like restocking the cupboard for the other teams, right? Yeah, where they would rather have that one. They believe that there's somebody at six that they really like, and the ability to have a lot of future draft assets plus the guy at six. And then whatever else they want. Um, I don't know. I would. I have my doubts. I have serious doubts that they'll be able to trade up. Yeah. I. I just. I. I'm with you. Like I have a hard time seeing a a trade that makes sense. Um. James Anderson. Unless somebody on the, unless somebody on their. I I get that that taking Kevin Love two people yeah a couple people I get that. For me is I'm like. It, if you're in love with Kaminga and he's higher on your big board than Jalen Green Suggs or and or Scotty Barnes, and yeah. you're like, we think pretty confidently that the Magic aren't going to take him, and Toronto's like, we would rather have him at four, but if we can go to six and get yeah. an extra two draft picks or whatever, that that's where you kind of get it. Is it, and that's what you don't know, is who's on who's where on each of these teams in the top fives big board. Yeah. Um, it'd be way out of left field for that not to be for that to be the reality when you've got both the Jalen's Evan Mobley, Cade and Scotty Barnes are kind of pretty solidified top five for most mock drafts, but yeah. not everybody functions that way, you know? So who knows? You know, there's really nothing like a freshly stocked cupboard. Go straight to the grocery store, come home, stock that cupboard. Maybe you forget the next day. Yeah. Oh, this is freshly stocked. Open that door. Oh, got that double stuff. Oreos in there. Jalapeno. Hey, have y'all had the uh, jalapeno puffs from Trader Joe's? No. Very good. Extremely good. Hmm. Hmm. Freshly it, stocked covered. Your is it like a Cheeto? Uh, it's like a corn a corn puff or like a rice puff, maybe something. But it's kind of like a really fat, you know, chody Cheeto. At underscore great chicken underscore said asks if I'm going to do the Steve Ballmer or slam through during the intros for no dunks. Uh, I'm definitely probably not going to do the Steve Ballmer. Um, actually, maybe I will. Who knows? I don't know what I'll do. Um, at Pangelo. Don't do it, Andrew. It's, it's assault. Oh, <laughs> to them? <laughs> yeah. I think they're talking about. Jesus. Not that. Like I say, I'm just fired up to be here. Oh. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Okay. I thought they were talking about like <laughs> rubbing legs, <laughs> yeah, getting excited, slapping thigh. Yeah, that was that, that happened. That's the thing that happened. Uh, all right, last question from at Bangelope. What fruit has the highest ceiling and the lowest floor, depending on the ripeness? Mango. 
hundred percent. It's man- It's a red mango. Do I need to explain? Yeah. Okay. If it's real, if it if it's like there's like a day with a mango that is perfect. There's a twenty four hour window there with a mango mm-hmm. that it's easier to cut it open. the The thing with a mango is the core of it is is really hard. If it's not ripe yet, basically the whole mango is just all uh, what's the word like mango? I don't know. There's like ligaments. There's like all this stuff going on. Very hard to eat. Yeah. If it's perfect though. Wow, there's a lot of mango in there, and it's still kind of like crisp and soft. Now you wait till that next day. It's too soft. It's too sweet. Yeah, there's a, it's kind of warm feeling in your like the mouth feel is more warm. If that makes sense, I don't know. Nope, doesn't. Maybe I'm just talking about like the mangoes I leave in the window in the sun for too long. Yeah, I think that's what that means. Oh, uh, Jay. Uh, Penny said watermelon, uh, in the, the comment, you also have first name said, if a miracle occurs and Suggs is available at six, are we all not doing thigh slap and rubs at Fastler? I would actually have yeah. everybody line up. Yeah. <laughs> all would, right, guys, line up. We got Sugg at six. Everybody need, line up. We need to bring consent forms to the draft night. No, just in case No, there will be arrests. There will be no, no, no consent forms for the slide for the thigh slapping uh, uh, train that will be happening. No, I'm a I'm a banana man as far as uh, <laughs> I, feel like a, I feel like there's a there's a there's a large <laughs> window for, for bananas. Yeah, bananas. No, man, if it's too ripe, I don't, or if it's too uh, if too ripe starts turning brown and mushy, nope. If it's too green, don't want that either. I know, but you have days. God, you have you like a, you have like ten days no, of man. a banana. Y'all's bananas do not move the way mine do at my house, apparently. Huh. Banana man. I would say a overripe grape is just disgusting. Oh, oh. But like a, the ripe, crisp of mm-hmm. a grape mm-hmm. can just change your day. What? There are no fruits that are good. Overripe? Period. Are there? Ban- people people would argue bananas. I think like brown mushy for banana bread. Well, think of it. Yeah, banana bread. Wow, that's the best. That's the best fruit pastry. What can you do with a mushy, mushed grape? Nothing. You you're not making grape bread. It's useless. It's disgusting. Hmm. How many fruits can you make bread with? Uh, bananas. Apples. Apple bread. I don't know. Apple I guess cinnamon could. something. Yeah. Big goods, I guess I should say. Not yeah. All of them. I guess Watermelon could. bread? Are nuts a bread? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys Are again. Are nuts bread? Can someone help me? <laughs> we'll talk to you guys Somebody help me. On Monday.